This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the Word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments, a weekly podcast where we ponder and proclaim our Sunday Mass readings. Well, today we are entering into the 16th Sunday, the 16th week of ordinary time, and the 16th Sunday, we have more parables that Jesus is trying to share with us some particular ways to look at the kingdom of God. And I would like you to think about a bountiful harvest as the theme that we are uh, really gleaning from these readings today, that we are part of a bountiful harvest. Let's hear from our first reading, which takes us to the book of wisdom, a reading from the book of wisdom. There is no God besides you who have the care of all that you need show you have not unjustly condemned for your might is the source of justice Your majesty over all things makes you lenient to all. For you show your might when the perfection of your power is disbelieved. And in those who know you, you rebuke temerity. But though you are master of might, you judge with clemency. And with much lenience, you govern us. For power, whenever you will, attends you. And you taught your people by these deeds that those who are just must be kind. And you gave your children good ground for hope that you would permit repentance for their sins. The word of the Lord. Our responsorial psalm comes from Psalm 85. Lord, you are good and forgiving. You, O Lord, are good and forgiving abounding in kindness to all who call upon you. Hearken, O Lord, to my prayer, and attend to the sound of my pleading. Lord, you are good and forgiving. All the nations you have made shall come and worship you, O Lord, and glorify your name. For you are great, and you do wondrous deeds. You alone are God. Lord, you are good and forgiving. You, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in kindness and fidelity. Turn toward me and have pity on me. Give your strength to your servant. Lord, you are good and forgiving. Our second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, the Spirit comes to the aid of our weakness 
For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. And the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. The Word of the Lord. Our Gospel reading is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowds, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone is asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slave said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No, if you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, First collect the weeds and tie them up in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. He proposed another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a person took and sowed in a field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, yet when full grown, it is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches. He spoke to them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch was leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. He spoke to them only in parables to fulfill what had been said through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will announce what has lain hidden from the foundation of the world. Then, dismissing the crowds, he went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He said to them in reply, He who sows good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, the good seed the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Just as weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. They will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, two different 
visions come to my mind in terms of hearing these readings. And as we go back into the first reading, it's a book, uh, a book, the book from wisdom. And what this really reminds me of is God's mercy. Um, it tells us that as you taught your people by these deeds, that those who are just must be kind and you gave your children good ground for hope that you would permit repentance for their sins. And there's this sense in this, this, this reading from wisdom of God's love, of God's patience, of his justice and mercy for your might is the source of justice. The scripture says, and your mastery over all things makes you lenient to all. God is a God of goodness. God is a God of love and God created out of love for love. And so this book of wisdom, at least this reading right here reminds me that God isn't a God of destruction. Our God isn't a God to destroy, but our God is a God of love and of patience and will continue to, to look over us, to watch over us, to seek us out even in the times where we will turn away, even in times where we do not follow the Lord, that the Lord, our God, is one who draws us towards him, not pushes us away from him. The gospel reading today, again, we had last week the sower of the seeds and the different types of ground that those seeds might fall on. And this is a little bit different parable that talks about the mustard seed. We hear the parable of the wheat and the leaven, but then the weeds and the wheat. And one of the thoughts I have in these different parables is there's a there's a growing there's a maturing, and then there's a harvest. And even in the story of the, the farmer who is sowing seeds, he's going to sow those seeds until harvest time. He's not going to stop the time of maturity. And as, as are we, we are meant to grow and mature in our faith and when we begin our journey of faith, I think about how immature we are, how, how whether we begin our faith journey as a young person or as a young adult, or even in our adult years where we start to take our faith more seriously, we start to learn and glean more of our relationship with Jesus. And that goes probably through ebbs and flows throughout our entire life, but it's a growth process. And as we continue to grow, in relationship with God, there's a maturity in that relationship, not unlike our relationship with our family, our relationship with our good friends, particularly with our spouse. We have this relationship that grows and matures over time. It's a relationship that requires forgiveness, kindness, patience. Uh, a lot of virtues along the way will be developed in saying, I'm sorry, in listening, in looking at ways that we serve one another, but there's a maturing in the relationship until the final harvest. You know, when we hear that the farmer's going to wait and he's going to harvest the wheat and the weeds, it was hard to tell those two, uh, those two plants apart as the the workers of the field are noticing, should we pull out the weeds? But the farmer didn't want to didn't want to accidentally pull out one of the good 
plants, he was going to wait until that final time, the final harvest. You know, the Lord gives us all the time that we need our entire life to mature, to grow until that final coming, until that final judgment. And we, Lord willing, are still going to continue to work on our own maturing, our own development of our relationship with God along the way. God isn't going to pluck us out and and snuff us out as, as we might do a weed in our garden. He's going to wait until that final harvest in order to give us that opportunity to turn to him. There's a nice reflection in our book here in Conversation with God, and it talks a little bit about what is impacting us and what's impacting in terms of those weeds that get put into our ground, the weeds that the evil one sows into our world. And so it says here for the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time, it says, the enemy of God and of souls makes use of every trick known to man. We hear about news reports being totally distorted or even about certain major events that never get reported at all. Television series watched by huge audiences night after night portray totally pagan lifestyles, ridiculing chastity and celibacy, promoting the notion that abortion and euthanasia are somehow acceptable, casting doubt on the value of the sacraments, and in general, presenting an idea of life wholly incompatible with Christianity, as if Christ had never come to redeem us and remind us that our homeland is in heaven. Do you ever get that sense in just the media and the culture that we live in today? And all this is done with astonishing energy. There's a huge amount of energy of the culture to turn us into a pagan culture, to turn our ideas and philosophies and belief systems into something very anti-Christian. The enemy never lets up. You know, those seeds of the wheat and the weeds, the weeds continue to be planted in our daily lives. But the question is, will you, will I continue to grow in a relationship with Christ, regardless of those weeds in our lives? It says here, we have to take advantage of the thousand and one opportunities to get uh, the thousand and one opportunities we get in daily life to sow the good seed of Christ. Here's some examples. Uh, While traveling or reading a newspaper or chatting with friends or attending to our children's education or taking part in the activity of a professional association or voting in an election, many such opportunities will rise spontaneously like life itself and others we will create deliberately. We can deliberately sow good seeds, and sometimes those good seeds just come up in the opportunities that we have interacting with one another. With the help of God's grace and our native ability, all in the service of Christ, we are his voice in the world. And that's a real reminder that we are the voice of Christ in the world. A final reflection I have is, you know, are you the yeast that will help sow and grow and improve other people's relationship with Christ. 
And this is just one example, as I'm reflecting in my own life, of ways in which we can be involved in your own parish community. And you can be involved, and I can be involved in ways of really taking a little tiny effort, that little bit of, of, of goodness, and it can grow into relationships that we never realized were part of the growth. Here's the example is a year ago, I was part of a team of about four people in our parish, along with our parish priests and our deacon in what's called the RCIA or the Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults. And this is walking with a group of people who are wanting to become Catholic. They may want to become baptized because they've never been baptized before, and they want to receive the full sacraments of the church. And so we have a whole instruction process that literally can last almost a year, but certainly the fall into the uh, Easter season where we bring people into the church and walk with them on their faith journey. And there was one couple, husband and wife, with a little son, toddler, about two years old, and they just had a new baby girl um, less than six months ago. And they were on this journey with us, and we were helping support them on their faith journey. Well, that was a year ago. Both of them were baptized into the Catholic faith. Their, their children were baptized. And now the wife, her mother, her grandmother, and her sister are all inquiring about becoming Catholic, and they're walking on this journey this year. So as we spent in a small group of our, our Catholic community, walking with this group of people, we're starting to sow seeds that have now spread to this family. And then with those three individuals, how many people might they touch their relationships, their family members, their friends, their coworkers? See, as we just do a little bit, as we just give and contribute to people on their own faith journey, we don't know how God's going to use that effort, that planting of good seeds to, to sprout new growth good seeds in other people's lives. It's the ripple effect. You know, you just toss a little pebble, a pebble of kindness, a pebble of goodness, a pebble of intentionality. I am going to spread my faith. I'm going to share my faith. I'm going to commit on a weekly basis to be involved in a faith formation program or a confirmation program or a catechism program or whatever it is that's offered at your parish. Or maybe you're going to start something, a devotion program, a preparation for Marian consecration program, whatever it is, you put that effort in, you put that on a constant basis and the Lord is going to bless that. And it's going to touch people that you never even knew that it's going to touch. And I just look at the effort that we've done over the last year and just committing once a week, every week, week in and week out, participating in this learning, in prayer, in building relationships, in supporting and encouraging people on their walk with the Lord. You don't know how that's going to positively affect and potentially increase. This is our goal is to increase the kingdom of God, to bring more and more people into that journey, into that walk, into the kingdom of God. And so a bountiful harvest, if we want to reap the good fruit of a bountiful harvest, we've got to be the one who are sowing those seeds. We're going to tend the ground. We're going to water the flowers. We're going to water the good fruits. And that is watering through God's, uh, God's word, 
through the sacramental life, through living a virtuous life, through striving and holiness. And that's in friendships, in forgiveness, in kindness, in listening, in patience, and, and particularly, right, all rooted in love and in God's word. So as we read those parables, Let's be the good mustard seed. Let's be that little bit of yeast. Let's be that little bit of um, kindness and, and compassion toward one another, and particularly in spreading the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. May God give you peace. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MaterDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.